there is a, speaking about being happy, we were talking a little bit about how important it is to be happy. There is also uh, an importance to being sad. I don't want to give a whole schmooze about how important <laughs> it is to be sad. But, you know, when I come to Eretz Yisrael every year, every time, there's a little bit of a mixed emotion. Certainly when I go to the Kotel and you feel this incredible exhilaration about being in this Makam Kadosh, in this super holy place where so many people, you ever speak to Bali Tshuva and you speak to them about what inspired them. So usually the top two answers are a trip to Israel or a Shabbos experience. Things that are extremely uplifting. But there's also something a little bit sad about going to the Kotel, and that is that you realize what's behind the wall and what's supposed to be behind the wall and what's not there yet. And that's, uh, that's, a little, that's, that's more than a little bit sad. That's supposed to influence the way we live our lives on a daily basis. The fact that while we are uh, happy as Jews and we're happy to be Obed Hashem, we realize that we're missing a great deal of, uh, of Avodos Hashem that should be happening and that, and that could be happening. And one ramification of that is the Gemara Meseches Gitten and Avzayin and Sugyen Sotad Af Memches about listening to music Bismanazes. I want to talk halacha for a few minutes. There may be a little bit of hashkafa about listening to music bismanazes. So you think the music industry, the Jewish music industry, is such a massive industry that there can't possibly be anything wrong with it. But the Gemara tells us that zimra minalanda asir. Interesting question. The Gemara doesn't say, uh, by the way, is it mutter or is it asir to listen to music? It says, how do we know that it's asir to listen to music? So sirtet v'kasavlu. So he quoted a pasuk in Hosea, al tismach Yisrael al gil ba'amim, and then he quoted a pasuk in Yeshayahu, b'shir lo so uh, different psukim that perhaps indicate that we shouldn't uh, that we shouldn't be listening to music. The uh, the question is why? What would be the problem with it? So the Rambam in the fifth parak of Hilchos Tanyos, the Rambam writes, "V'chein gazur shalol nagin b'kleishir v'chol minei zemer v'chol mashmiy kol shalshir asul esmach ben asul esmach ben And it's because of the chorban that there are certain things that we do to bring down our level of simcha as a result of the fact that we don't have a base amigdash and we should always remember that there is a chorban abayis. Rashi writes this way in Chagiga Daftas Vavan Beis as well that it relates to the chorban. However, there is a Gemara in Sanhedrin that does not sound like it really relates to the chorban. The Mishnah in Sanhedrin, not Sanhedrin, Sota rather, on Daphne Mches, the Mishnah says, Mishabatla Sanhedrin, once we lost the Sanhedrin, so then the singing in the party houses is gone. They, uh, apparently the Mishnah had not visited uh, various bars and, uh, and, and, and uh, concerts where you can find still plenty of singing in party houses, but the Mishnah is saying it should be gone at least. There shouldn't be any singing in, in party houses. And the Gemara, Gemara right away says, uh, So how do I know that, it's, that it happened when the Sanhedrin was batal? So quotes a pasuk. That uh, that 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 uh, when the Zakanim are no longer in the Shar, when the Sanhedrin is no longer sitting by the gates, so then we no longer have uh, Zemer. So it doesn't seem that it's related to the Chorban Abayis per se, more related to the fact that the Sanhedrin isn't there. And the Yushalmi explains that having a Sanhedrin is very valuable because it sort of keeps you in check. If you're not going to behave properly, having uh, great rabbis to look over you and make sure that, you're, that, that you do the right thing is a very important uh, it's a very important thing to have, to have someone looking over your shoulder a little bit. And that way, if the singing would get out of control, it would be too much, the, having the presence of the Sanhedrin would, uh, would, would, would keep it in check and would make sure that the singing is appropriate, that everything's okay. Now, there are three basic shitos in Rishonim. What kind of music is Asr and what kind of music is Mutter? Both Rashi and Toso say that it's very clear in the Gemara. The Gemara says 
that bebeis hamishtaos, that sheer bebeis hamishtaos is a problem. Singing together with drinking is a problem. If you're drinking alcoholic beverages and you're singing, then it's a problem in combination with each other. But if you don't have music in combination with drinking, then it's going to be okay. That's the sheet of Rashi. Tosos supports Rashi based on the Gemara Masechah's Gittin. And Tosos just adds one more point. Tosos says, you know, it's also not good to be the kind of person who goes to sleep and wakes up with music. That that's also a problem. That someone who's so kavua in their music that all the music is about going to sleep, waking up, it's constantly with music like, uh, like kings would do. Tosos says, that's also a problem. Second sheet is the sheet of of the Rambam in uh, the Mishnah Torah. The Rambam writes in Mishnah Torah in the fifth parak of Ilchastani, that either music with instruments or music together with wine is Asr. That you don't need to have both. One or the other is Asr. If you sing with wine, that's okay. If you have wine with, uh, if, if, you, uh, if you have instruments, but no wine, that's okay also. Instrumental music is also okay as long as there's no wine. But one or the other, if you're playing music and uh, if, you're, if, you're, if, you're, uh, if you're playing music with instruments, that's a problem. Or if you're drinking wine and singing, that's, that's a problem. I may have said it wrong a second ago. One or the other is usher. Instruments alone is usher, and wine even with singing is usher. That's how the Rabbim understands in Hilchas there is, so, so far we have Machlokas Rashi and the Rambam. Who's the third Shita? The Rambam. How do you have that? Rashi and the Rambam? Because the Rambam wrote many Svarim. And sometimes the, Rambam different, the Rambam's different Svarim contradict each other. The Rambam wrote a Tshuva Sefer. And the Shalos of Tshuva of the Rambam, Sim Reish Chav Dalid, he says something even stricter. He says that you're not even allowed to sing, period. You can't even uh, sing without music, without wine, nothing. Just singing alone is, is, is uh, us according to the Rambam. So how do we paskin? So in Shulchan Aruch, it's pretty clear. Shulchan Aruch paskins, the Mechaber paskins, like the Rambam in the Mishnah Torah, that singing with either instruments or with wine is usher. Now, if that's the case, that's a serious problem. If uh, we, we, have, we have problems, if that's the case, if we're going to paskin like, uh, like that, Shulchan Aruch, uh, it happens to be that a lot of people bring a raya uh, when you talk about music during three weeks, music during Sfira. So people say, you know, the Shulchan Aruch never says in all of the halachs of three weeks, in all the halachs of Sfira, he never says that you're not allowed to listen to music. And the reason he never says it is obvious. Because the Shulchan Aruch holds, you're never, ever, ever allowed to listen to music. So he's not going to tell you specifically during three weeks or during Sfirah Sa'omer that you're not allowed to listen to music. You're never allowed to listen to music, according to, to the Shulchan Aruch. But Baruch Hashem, the, uh, for us Ashkenazic Jews, we have the Ramah. The Ramah disagrees with Shulchan Aruch. The Ramah says that no, we hold like Rashi and Tosos, that it's only going to be Asr if you listen to music with together with uh, with drinking if you're drinking wine and listening to music together at the same time only that's going to be a problem one or the other though is not going to be a problem so if you have music musical instruments and singing that's fine as long as you're not drinking at the same time also but the Ramad does hold of that last caveat that also says of not going to sleep and waking up with uh, with the music of not having constant music in in our lives not having like a uh, uh, you know, a musical background to everything that we do, that we do in our lives. It happens to be that some of the achronim on the side of the Shulchan Aruch, the Bach on the side of the Torah, and the Magen Avram on the side of the Shulchan Aruch, even Paskin, even seem to assume like the Rambam and the Chuvos, the most strict opinion that anything and everything is Asr. So, what do we Paskin Allah Lamaisa? Most Ashkenazim would Paskin like the Ramah. However, Rav Moshe Feinstein writes in the Tshuva that he thinks we should be machmir for the sheet of the Mechaber. Rav Moshe was not so into music. He thought that we should, uh, we should follow the, the opinion of the Shulchan Aruch over here, where the Shulchan Aruch again is the, uh, the one that says that if you have any instrumental music, it's a problem, 
or even singing without instruments and wine is a problem in combination with, with each other. Nevertheless, even according to the Sheet of Rav Moshe, there are many situations where it's definitely mutter. For instance, Tosos writes, a chasen and kala, other Rishonim also mentioned, for a simchas chasen and kala at a wedding, definitely a very good idea to have a band, and uh, there should be singing, there should be dancing, that's a simcha shal mitzvah. Really, any simcha shal mitzvah is probably, probably included. A siyum masechta, is, uh, the Orach HaShulchan writes, is a simcha shal mitzvah. That's something that's worthy. People don't realize what a siyum is. You know, when you, when you finish something in learning, it's a tremendous accomplishment. So much so that we have an iser to eat meat during the nine days, and all of a sudden you make a siyum and you're allowed to eat meat during the nine days. An iser to, to eat if you're a bachar in Erev Pesach, and you have a siyum and you're allowed to eat. It's matiri surim. It takes things that are, that are asr, and it makes it mutter because it's such a phenomenal simcha. So certainly it's enough of a simcha to have, to have music, even though the Kavachayim quotes those who are machmir about a siyum, it seems that, that we would certainly be makel uh, about that. The Gemara in Sota and Daf Memches also says that if let's say someone is working and they're going to go out of their minds without some sort of music, let's say you're a cab driver, so uh, you're driving all day, or a truck driver, you're driving all day, you can go out of your mind if you don't, if you don't have something playing, and you, there's only so many uh, shiurim that you can listen to before you fall asleep behind the wheel. So you need, you need something to, to keep you awake, to keep you motivated. So, uh, so the Gemara implies strongly that if you're doing it and you're really need the music, so that's no good. But if, you're, if you need the music to keep you sane, then that's okay. Rav Moshe also writes in the Tshuva, that for Parnasa, you're allowed, to, you're allowed to do music because you're not doing it for the sake of Simcha, you're allowed to do it for the, for the sake of Parnasa. But again, all of this is within the Shita of, uh, of Rav Moshe. There are uh, many poskim, however, that suggest that Bizman we have to be a little more makel on, on this issue. The Chalkas Yaakov in our Chaim Simit Samach Dalit says that uh, Nebuch, there's a tremendous machala. I just started reading a book about this. That One of the, the great uh, challenges that our generation has is the challenge of depression. Is that people very often fall into a state of depression. They become sad. They, uh, there's a state of melancholy that's not good. It's not healthy. And it's certainly not good for our Avodah Hashem. And for many people who are musically inclined and who really connect to music, it's very important for them just to be able to, uh, to function, to be able to be positive, positive people. And for that reason, the Chalkas Yaakov thinks that, uh, that we, we need to be a little bit more makil. However, uh, you say, I'm, personally, I'm tone deaf. So all music, you could talk to me or sing to me. It sounds the same to me. It doesn't, uh, so I have no, no Yetzir Hara whatsoever for, for any of this. So I'm always Machmir music because it doesn't do much for me. For, most, for normal people, though, it really uh, makes a big difference in their lives. A lot of people, uh, really, music is, is a very, very important part of their lives. They say, uh, I saw in Halicha Shlomo, Parik Yud Gimel, Halach Yud Ches, Rosh Shlomo Zalman Orbach, has a fascinating, uh, there's a fascinating statement. He says that we should definitely try to follow at least the sheet of Tosos, that it shouldn't be a constant. That if we have our iPods and we're walking around all day with our iPods, there should be some shiurim on there. It shouldn't just be music constantly as a background to our lives. And Rosh Hashanah suggested that when your alarm clock wakes you up in the morning, it should also not be, not be with music. He even went so far as to say that uh, you, you also have to worry about how you use psukim. That's a whole other issue in the types of music. That if you're using psukim completely out of context and you're taking, uh, you know, you're taking psukim and you're, you're making... Uh, you're making them into just a niggin and they're not really, it's not really inspirational, it doesn't really connect to what the Bazak is telling you, that that's a significant problem. But uh, Derech Agav, it mentions that when Rav Shlomo Zalman's mother-in-law was very ill and she could no longer read from her Tehillim, Rav Shlomo Zalman sat with a tape recorder and recorded the entire Tehillim. 
for her, so that she could listen to it and say it along with him when he uh, when when she wanted to say to him. Imagine how valuable Rosh Zalman's time was. He was he was a pretty busy man. He was doing a lot of things. He could accomplish more in uh, in uh, five minutes or ten minutes or thirty seconds than most of us could accomplish in several days. And he sat there with a the tape recorder because his mother-in-law was uh, was very ill. A very uh, important message in Ben Adam Lechavero and how one relates relates to uh, to other people. It's a very very critical thing. But uh, at the end of the day, I think it's safe to say that the minhag, the zman hazeh, is that we're very makel with music, but it's important to know that there is such a sugya, that there is such a concept, that there is a chorban abayis, and that uh, we should remember the chorban abayis once in a while, and that as much as we try to hope and believe that uh, that current Medinat Yisrael, what we have here, is going to be the beginning of something great, and the geula is going to to come the karov, and we're so happy with what we have, but we're not there yet. There is more to accomplish. We want to have a beis hamikdash on the harabayis, not a mask on the harabayis. We want to have Kohana Bavodasam, It's something that we have to aspire to, we have to look forward to. And it's something that uh, that we should always remind ourselves. Chazal were very careful that we should always remind ourselves constantly that uh, to experience life fully as a Jew, that's something that, that we're going to need. I want to just for the last few